You're tuning in to Past Hour Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Let's be great. Let's be great. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro center Dan Copen. Go rock this thing, huh? Love you, man. All right, here we go. Let's go. Episode 56. We are... You're ready to go today. We got a football frenzy we got, today. We got we got a football we frenzy got, today. We got a Patriots Hall of Famer, a good friend of mine. I like I like throwing that in there. Yeah, a lead bit. this. Lead this. You know, along. this is a good friend of mine. Yeah, Patriots Hall of Famer, uh, three Super Bowls. I would and I would say like a dar- all pro, a darling. probably Pro Bowls, a the, the one of the ultimate Patriots. Yeah, no, a just darling to Pat's nation, right? Like uh, 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 we heard, we heard about people's cats and dogs being named after him. We know that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The only jersey that my wife wears is the Brewski jersey. Oh, I dropped his name. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? So Teddy, yeah. Teddy will be joined to us. Welcome to the show. As always, powered by Squad Locker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had super. They put the word super in front of Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, and we'll, we'll probably get to the Pat stuff. They sucked. Let's just. It, it was yeah. brutal. I actually, uh, st- I, I actually, I actually watched the whole game. The games weren't exciting either. There was not, except for Cincinnati and Vegas. Yeah, the, that, that game was, was worth watching. Yep, and the officials came into it a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. think it would have affected the outcome of the game, but I, I, I mean, just I have a problem with officials in general. <laughs> in general, in my <laughs> life, just to hear. A, I mean, we'll ask Brewski about that. We'll see, like, what's the impact then to now, right? Like, it's huge. I feel like there's yeah. flags all the time. They, they like to make a show. The officials now. It's just too nitpicky right now, yeah, and tiki, I think tiki tack. It's a good tiki, way to look at it, right? Tiki tack, and, and I mean, um, the 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 overemphasis on protecting the quarterback, and I guess you get how they have to do it. They are the face of the the teams, the face of the the NFL, and I. But if you t- like tap them on their head with your pinky, they're going to throw a flag. Mm-hmm. Like quarterbacks move; they're they're trying to not get hit, right? So. Mm-hmm. When they move and you're jumping, sometimes you inadvertently hit the quarterback yeah. in the head. That was a tough penalty. It's just what game was that in? Stupid. I think actually, I think it was. I think it was in the. It was literally like a pass. Was it Judon? Yeah, it was like he was swiping to yeah, like it's just, knock the pass down. They, and just like tapped him on the. They've going. They've they've gone the whole other way yeah. on a lot of nitpicky calls. Where I guess the the safety is important. I get it, but they, they've gone way too far. Yeah, the, so way the, too far. So Joe Burrow was falling out of bounds, right? I love Joe Burrow Not, too. Jamar Chase, you can't you can't cover that man. He is no, so good, especially with Joe Burrow throwing. And they've been playing together for like seven years with college, so they know they have they have a relationship. So I'm actually surprised it doesn't happen. But more. let's go, Joe, Joe Burrow. Right, was falling out of bounds. Not out of yeah. bounds yet. You could definitely tell. Blue. He's gonna throw it. Oh yeah, he you was could, letting it go. The referee you can see is going putting his whistle to his mouth before he's out of bounds to protect him, just probably, to right? protect him. Right, right. But the play's still going on. Oh yeah, you. I mean, that's probably day one of an officiating thing. <laughs> you know, let you, the, let you get. I mean, they let the they they, they hold the, they hold the whistle now mm-hmm. on turnovers, right? Yep. And then the, okay, we can go back because turnovers are reviewable. Mm-hmm. 
So let the play play out, and then yep. we can always go back and look at the video and decide if it was right or wrong. But on this play, officials are funny. Going me. out of bounds, yeah. <laughs> you, th- you, you. Joe Burrow throws the ball. There is definitely a whistle in between him releasing the ball and the mm-hmm. receiver Boyd, I believe it was, catching the ball in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I don't think it affected the play, by the way. It didn't affect the play. It just it looked back. But the correct ruling. Stopped. But the fact that they got together for five minutes and talked about it, and then just basically yeah. ignored the fact that the guy blew the whistle and. Gave him a touchdown. Yep. It was a touchdown, but if you go to the rules, you have to redo the down because it's an yep. inadvertent whistle. That crew chief the isn't fact- uh, isn't in the playoffs anymore. Yeah, shocking. Yeah, yeah. Booger, Bugger, Bugger, Jerome yeah. Boog, Booger, I think. Bogger? B O O G Booger? No, no one. Is it Booger? Jerome Booger. Jerome Booger. Booger. Yeah. Not not refing uh anymore. Well, we should. I mean, it's just the fact that like if there's it's pretty clear in the rules if there's an inadvertent whistle. If it's yeah. during the play and not after the play, you redo the down. So it's not that hard to come together if you're going to talk for five minutes. One of them should know mm-hmm. what the hell to do in that situation. I, I always laugh. <laughs> Again, it was in the first right? half, I think, so it didn't really matter. And it was it was a touchdown still, score. It was a touchdown. So if you play it out to the end of the game, obviously some things probably would change mm-hmm. in, the, in the game off of that. But if you take the three points out, the Raiders still need a touchdown mm-hmm. in the end. To, to score, but touchdown wins in the game. Are you a Raiders fan because of the family? Do yeah. you like to I, I, root for them? I root for them. I, I yeah. hope they do okay. well. Yeah. You know, because of the family, because got of it. the father in law. Yeah. I think right. that's just checking. Just, that's probably. I like the colorway. They've got a nice they color. They've got some bad. <laughs> Silver, black, white. <laughs> like, that's you, nice. You like their outfits? I love their outfits, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I, but I other than been, that game, I think every one of them sucks. Oh, they're born. The Cardinals would look terrible. The Rams look pretty good. Um, the Pats look terrible. We're going to cover that one a lot more with our guest. Um, what was the other game? What was the the Cowboys? That was actually fun, <laughs> and it wasn't even a great game because the Forty Niners just stomped. I'm, I'm just. I know you're either a diehard or not, but yeah. I just when Dallas loses, people go crazy. It actually Dallas like loses. made the Patriots losing that. Like it made it sort of like ah, okay, it doesn't yeah. matter because the Cowboys just got yeah, smoked. I would say the Cowboys. This is probably I think this is an accurate statement. If you, if we're, I live in New England, most of my friends, you know, a lot of them are Patriots fans, right? I would say the number two team though is probably the Cowboys. You get a lot of people in New England that are Cowboys fans still. Well, America's team, America's think, team yeah, right? I think you got so a lot you see of the Facebook the feeds yeah. where, like, you know, they go silent and you know, or they say something. They're diehard fans. Yeah, they're diehard. That's true. Uh, what else? We missed a game. Tampa. Oh, Philly, our boy. And yeah. that was not a game. And surgical. I mean, just him winning another game in the playoffs and the Pats. Making he's, it this year was a good thing. He's There's, matched. That, that is good. I saw some crazy right. stat. It's just, it's not a good look for the Patriots organization when you no. let the best, best player in football history go. Who's to another still team. probably the best player in football history right he now. Might, he's probably going to win the MVP. Yeah. And he's still continuing in the playoffs, and you're not. Mm-hmm. It's a it bad hurts. look. That's it a hurts. bad look. And then you go out and spend all that money in free agents. That's a bad look. It does hurt. It's going to hurt. I know. No, it, we'll get it does. into it. Um, what else was there? So there was uh, there was one other game, though. What am I missing here, Dan? Oh, I guess it's the Pats. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Pats. But, yeah, no, oh, the Titans game. No, they didn't no, even play. Titans had a bye. Okay, Green so Bay Titans had a bye. Green Bay had good. a bye. Okay, Rams, so we covered. Good. We covered. Now let's just do, hey, we're going to do a $100 bet here. 
Okay, hundred four games, four four I'm divisional. I'm still down hundred, right? Correct. I'm down one hundred right now. Down one hundred. Okay. We're going to do four divisional games. We're going to just just a spread, and that's the spread right now. Okay. So we got Bengals, Titans, Tennessee minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. You go first, and then I'll go to the next game first. Bengals all day. Bengals. I'll take the Titans. Okay, that's good. Go ahead. Tampa, <laughs> L.A. Rams. <laughs> Tampa minus three. I'm taking Tampa on that one. I knew you were going to take Tampa. Yeah, I, I I'm to. not going against Brady. I, I can't. I, I never will. I never can. It's the it's the they the, one, did, that, they, the one that keeps coming back. They did to me. meet earlier in the season. Yeah, Rams in won. L.A. No. Rams smoked them. Yeah, that's right. No, I'm taking I'm taking Tampa. You I'll take me? Tampa as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What do we got now? 49ers, Packers. Historic rivalry. Yeah. Green Bay <laughs> minus five and a half. Is it me this yeah. time? Oh, you just well, took. Are you taking Green Bay minus five and a half? Well, I, I was going to take Tampa first. I was going to do that. You sort of jumped in and just said I'm taking. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do in this game? You I'm going to take 49ers. Okay, I'm taking Green Bay. Okay, good. All right, like so it. we get some difference. I like it. Good. Chiefs nice. Bills KC minus two and a half. You're first. I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to take the Bills as well. Okay. Uh, so we didn't talk about this. I don't know if you can get a good judge of how good this team is based on the team that uh, they played last time. I know. I get that. <laughs> but also, because. though, if as close as you can, and we, we uh, everybody knows the dynamic. Dan's a football guy. I'm a baseball guy. You A perfect game in baseball, right, by a pitcher is 27 up, 27 down, no hits, no runs, no, no, no walks, the whole thing, yeah. right? That was a perfect game by Buffalo. <laughs> One thousand percent. I th- <laughs> the only time they didn't score on a drive was when they took the victory yeah, formation yeah. knee. The, the Are bet, you serious? I, I, before they get, like, Half second half of the game, I was not really paying attention. I actually just wanted to go on Twitter and just see what people were saying. Yeah. Tony Maserati from yep. 98.5 Felger and Mass yeah. put out a tweet in the second half, which was, I I was I was almost like laughing out loud. While <laughs> my wife was sleeping. Maybe the Pats will make them punt next year because they haven't punted in the last two games, eight quarters. Wow, they have yeah. not punted against the Patriots. I mean, that's they looked, hard to do. Josh Allen looked so good in that game, like he did. He was throwing absolute BBs, and when he needed to, he ran. Like that's a real that's a real deal I'm, quarterback I, right there. You folks. know, I'm a, I'm 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 a Josh Allen fan. Me too. After he has a cannon. Yeah, there's a and crop Max of quarterbacks. Even, even Max, like when you said, hey. Put something out on the post oh, on yeah, the yeah, Pats yeah, game. Yeah. That was good, Max. He came back. He was like, "What? The Pats are playing?" Yeah, I know. I but they have a game. Did you like how I cut? Did you like how I cut that text first when I sent it out? Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were going to do that too. <laughs> just, you you followed up on that message so fast, and I was like, "Oh no!" And then so I like slid it down perfectly and took a screenshot. Yeah. So wow, I was in such but, a bad okay. mood. All right, so those are our bets. We've got two different ones or three? No, two. We got bills. Yeah. We both have Bills. Both have Bills. Both, both have, have Bucks. Bucks. And then I've got the Titans, and yep. I've got the 49ers. Yep. Okay. 49ers are playing. All right. I'm gonna catch. I'm gonna catch. The only back thing up that's here. gonna hurt the 49ers, I think, is Garoppolo. Yeah, game manager. But that, game manager. That defense of Bulls. That defense is nasty, and they are they are a power yeah. football team. I feel bad that run. Max. It's a good put, matchup. For Max put all these topics and notes up here, but. This is strictly a football podcast today. Strictly, strictly, <laughs> strictly. We're he's, gonna, got, he's got fourteen tabs on the Olympics. He's got a uh, Djokovic, uh, right? Djokovic, 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 Djokovic. Poor guy. Yeah, Thanks. can't get into the country, right? Oh, he got in. He got in. Couldn't play. Got revoked. Got it. Got it. Got it. Appealed. Essentially, and now social he's out media now. canceled him. Oh, from he got playing. social media canceled. That's tough. That's that. that that's a problem. Oh, there's no. There's no such thing as bad press. 
That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's good for him, I think. Yeah. Okay. You're probably right on that. All right, let's so get the going, brew. Let's get the brew. brew. What do we call him? Do I call him Mr. Brewski? You can, why don't you, you can, you can talk to him first. How no, about you're no, talking you, to him first. You can go Mr. Brewski first. I might call him Teddy Brewski, his full name, <laughs> number 54. <laughs> Okay. This is a nerve-wracking one for me. I'm excited. I mean, you know, I, I said to you earlier. I don't get you know, nervous. You know, when I bring on some yeah. people, it kind of feels weird for me to ask them yeah. questions and interview them. So I might let you sort no, of take the not, reins on this. No, no, no. You're taking the reins on this. I like to bring my f- friends on here because most people don't know them, and it's just a bullshit conversation. <laughs> people love it. <laughs> I've got some good stories yeah. that I want you to tell. Yes, exactly. I'm going le- to lead you in that direction. So uh, we'll just, have some fun with Teddy. Okay. Do you want to introduce? No, you do. No, the you intro. can introduce. I mean, this is a it's a Pat's legend. I know. I, mean, I wanted you a, to do the intro yeah, on this. Patriots I mean, Hall of Famer. Yeah, if you don't recognize this guy, you haven't um, you haven't watched football in New England. And we we're just talking. You you're going to go out for ESPN. You're phenomenal on ESPN, by the way. You re- I mean you. I mean I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because you're my friend. Like you see some of the other people there, and I'm not going to ask you to name who sucks. Let's let's go down that road. But there are some All people right. that suck. And traditionally that's the case. There's people that are better than others, but it feels like it feels like you do a lot of studying. I think this would be my first question. This is great. You're leading it right yeah, now. This is exactly feel, but, what I want. Like, do you have to really dial in and do a lot of studying on teams or is this something that just like you can pick up on it quick? Right? You're like, I know what's going on here. I pride myself on it pretty hard that, uh, I mean, I think it was, it was good for me to start at ESPN and I sort of worked my way up because I was, uh, I didn't get on the main Sunday show until my 11th year and I was on NFL live a bunch and I was well, I'm with Schlereth and Ringo, Wingo, Wingo, and, Ringo, uh, <laughs> Trey, yeah, Trey Ringo. Ringo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send this to him. And there, yeah, Darren Woodson helped me out a lot, but it was a. It's I I, I do watch a lot. Uh, I watch a lot and I listen a lot. Which I, what I really like to do is uh, listen to like the coaches during the week and what they mm-hmm. say and the players because they'll they'll tell you what sometimes the good ones will tell you what what they really thought like a player did or like this moment in the game and I'm like, dude, I got to rewatch that and mm-hmm. see how important it was. So I do a lot of a lot of sort of side door studying with different different sort of of uh, ways of finding things out, but um, uh, definitely watching the games as much as I can too. And, and is it the tel- is it the telecast though, or are you actually like watch a tape like back in back when you were playing? Is it like getting in a film room and like watching like the tape, or is it just saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune into the broadcast today." Like if I want to watch some AJ Terrell, like or some like a cornerback from Atlanta who's really good, and um, or some JC Jackson or something like that, right? I got to get on to some type of film where I see the mm-hmm. home field, and that's not the telecast. But you know, mainly like everyone else, I'm watching on Thursdays now. It's Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays the telecast and and what I can see because like I watch it. And I, that's the TV copy that I know I can use. And it's like, ooh, I just saw something right there. If I just strictly do the all 22, sometimes I found that like, I see this play that I want to use, but they didn't, they didn't, ha- they didn't catch it mm-hmm. on TV. So I can't show, you know, Micah Hyde or Jordan Poirier, Poirier doing the, the, the safeties from Buffalo, doing a little uh, sw- the switch off and like disguising coverages because it's too tight from CBS. So I mix it up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Do you think you had the perfect position for TV? Like you were tra- like transitioning from the NFL to 
uh, ESPN. I mean, you were you were a media darling. Let's not let's not get around it. You 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 enjoyed talking to the media. Well, you he's were, got the look. He's got the look. You were it. really you did a good job at it. So you positioned yourself for that for that career afterwards by giving great interviews. You were like always the number one interviewer for the Patriots. But from a position breakdown standpoint, I think linebacker is a great analyst. Uh, you know, jump to like, I mean, like the quarterback, he knows all the line stuff. He knows all the receiver. Plus he knows all the defense as a linebacker. You know, all the defense, but you all, you know, all the offensive schemes too. That's a, I guess I've never heard it put that way. That's a great point, Cope, because yeah, we're involved with the front seven and then we're involved with the secondary. Um, You know, I had a offensive lineman defensive end background in college and in high school so i really knew a lot of the entire concept of of defensive football and then i guess good defensive players end up studying offense a lot yeah and so having another quarterback in a run game but yeah that's a great point man i mean playing linebacker really helped me out a lot to have to know you know everywhere i mean i i, I some of the best analysts i've worked with have been offensive linemen too yeah, um, yeah i would agree of, with that yeah, 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 you, you little handsome. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just, we're just they, not as good looking. No, they just don't know how to speak or wear a suit. So, yeah, they're tough to yeah. put on TV. Sometimes we mumble. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling mumble. you, sometimes, sometimes, you know, guys don't like it either. Do I remember when Light? Oh, Light that was, was amazing. That was amazing. Dude, he was at ESPN doing a great job, and he just was like, Daddy, man, I don't, they want me to do this. They want me to do that. And he told me the story of his last day when he walked out of here. He said, That's it. And he threw his suit in the dumpster on the way out. <laughs> I, think he went, I think he went down five times. I swear to God, I think he said he went down five times. He'd signed a year contract or whatever. And you know, Light was another guy that if you put a, ca- a camera on him, that how good of a storyteller, how good is he in front of the camera? He's phenomenal. I know. But he is he so, was. he's so, so um, stubborn. He's stubborn. He wants to yeah. talk exactly, like, <laughs> whatever he wants to talk about, that's the only thing he wants to talk about. And he won't take another side. I know, I know. And they're like, all they want are Tom Brady stories. This is bullshit, man. <laughs> Why the hell do you think they hired you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What about, I mean, uh, what about that transition coming in with Parcells? Like you said, I mean, you were the all-time or the single-season sack record in college? All-time. All-time, all time, all time, right? I, 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 Derek Thomas. All-time, yeah. you're, you're sort of the in-betweener guy. You know, there's not really, you're yeah. not definitely a D line or a DN. You're not a definite, you know, linebacker. Um, physically, there's probably more talented guys. That's not a knock on you. But mentally, you know, yeah. there's nobody yeah. smarter on the football field. And we yeah. had a lot of smart guys. You've said that without yeah, to, without his presence. You have said that there's, to me. We had, we had a yeah. lot of smart guys on that football team that, you know, could, um, could, could think fast and take what we did in practice and perform quickly in different situations out on the football field in those critical moments, right? Yeah. And so I, I had to like, I had to find a way to keep myself on the team because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't play linebacker. I didn't know how to do it. And I was definitely too small to play, like do what Willie McGinnis was doing or what Chris Slade was doing at their outside linebacker slash defensive end position. So, I mean, I had to learn to be a contributor on special teams right. and then still, I mean, Al Groh was a defensive coordinator there and I was still being able to rush the passer. Like I had to do it from inside on yeah. the, like from the defensive tackle position. And that's when they started making a, a cactus 
package because cactus and I went to Arizona. So they named it cactus. And I was there being that floater defensive lineman that sort of bounced around and ran games or I could drop in coverage. So they found for me to do that and then also play special teams while I figured out how to play off the ball linebacker. And literally, I mean, it took me two to three years to learn, but to keep myself on the team, I was like, all right, like that. I let it think like, all right, I still got to prove my worth kickoff, kickoff, return, punt, punt, return, all of that other stuff I had to do well. Were you fluctuating in weight during all that? Did you go, did you always play around the same size or could you go up 20 pounds if you're going to do something different? Did you change your body at all? Yeah, no, I, I, the only time I really changed it in the league was when I started to get older and I started to lose a little bit. I was like, maybe a little five pounds, I can add a little quickness because I'm losing my quickness mm-hmm. up around my you know, 11th, 12th, 13th year. That's the only time. I mean, my training camp year, I came in, you know, 240-ish around there. And I had never been through a, through a real NFL training camp with Bill Parcells. And I started dropping like 10 to 15, close to 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had to realize I had to put it back on yeah so that's that what i need really yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i need yeah i need Can you to tell quick, him how to lose 15 yeah, pounds I need, I need real a quick one quick <laughs> yeah. training camp go back to the 90s yeah. go back to the 90s go to bryant university back then yeah do 40 days with bill parcells i got it perfect go, go into a dorm room with no air conditioning <laughs> yeah, and just in sweat. the middle of august and, and and go run your head into the wall perfect i, I love yeah. that i've got a good one i've got a good one and i this just came to me and i we haven't asked any of the football guys this yet um, and, and it might be different, you know, when you went to college compared to now. It definitely has changed because of NIL and everything with likeness. Um, what did you – disregard contracts, college football compared to pro football, what did you have more fun doing? You know what I mean? Was it fun to play college, more fun to play college football or more fun to play in the pros? Well, this is – I'm going to say it was more fun to play in the pros. Mm-hmm. And – I say that because of, I guess, our locker rooms were just so much, so much fun. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I mean, Cope was a big part of that. Him and his backgam, his epic backgammon games with Brady and all, all that stuff. But we had so many guys mm-hmm. that got along so well, which is, you know, which is probably why we did so well. That they, they just brought in the right people, and it was so fun giving each other shit all the times we Mm -hmm. did that. I mean, if you watch any of the man in the arena episodes with Brady, you'll see those early years and how, just how close all of us were. I mean, it was a lot of fun doing that. And then also winning at the same time. I think that was much, a much more fun experience for me. I mean, college is what it was. Yeah. Did I have a great time? Sure. But the success and the guys and the camaraderie that I still have with all my boys like cope, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just lasting. Well, yeah, I'm looking in the background. Hard, it's kind of hard to replicate that over the length of time that we Cause had. it's longer, right? It, it you was, mean college is three years, yeah, four I mean, years. That was right? nine years with brew or eight years before he retired. Yeah, nine years with Tommy. Yep. And yep. even now, like, you know, Unbelievably, Tommy's still fucking playing, which is just crazy. I I mean, I I, the man of the arena stuff. I had to stop, Teddy. I couldn't watch the 07. I just I can't bring myself to go back and do that yet. Um, you were in it. I'm sort of pissed. I wasn't. I'm surprised you were not in it. Wasn't I asked to be like (laughs) the guy touches my ass for nine years straight? The least he could do is say, "Hey, unbelievable, you were in it." You want to go talk about how (laughs) soft my hands were? Hey, I'll tell. I'll tell him you got soft hands, bud. I'll give you all the compliments in the world. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I had to do um, the the like inside the arena, the post sort of show that we did with Field Yates. And I had to see everyone. And it was 
like Tom said at the beginning episode, I mean, this is going to be therapy for him. And it was, it's just brutal watching it. Yeah. And then I had to, I had to like be part of the interview with Justin Tuck after that, after that. And it's like, it's like the, the, the one guys that got us, you know, it was just, it's tough. It's tough to watch. Yeah. You know, what's funny it. about I mean, the, uh, does a good job with it, but geez. how about Tuck? You know, the, their NASCAR package was basically the cactus package, correct? Yeah, yeah. You know what similar. I mean? They so just, they would put those DMs down. I'm saying it's like throwing through a forest out there. Yeah. I mean, those guys were so big and long, and they get their arms up and strays coming at you. It's just, yeesh, every time I think about it, man. I know. It, 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 the wound's still open. There's, there's, I still can't watch that episode. And I remember Skarnekia, who is one of the greatest coaches of all time, whether you're a head coach or assistant coach. He brought us in that offseason, and the first day of OTAs, he put on the film. And we all knew he was going to do it. Oh, yeah, we watched it. It was it was, oh, I didn't know that. It was probably the second worst day of my life. That team was oh. so fucking good. Just as a fan watching that whole season, it was just you could be as arrogant and as cocky <laughs> and whatever you wanted to do as a fan because it was just beat down after beat down. All right, we can. So, yeah, right. I, I work with Moss now. You know, I mean, yeah. on, on Sunday countdown, and it's uh, him and I. Will still, whenever it's brought up, we look at each other across the table and are like, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. just he never. He Moss never got a ring on TV too. Like he that. never got a ring. Right? Never got a ring. Which is rem- Junior like, never got a ring. That was one of the most disappointing parts of that season. Yeah, well, there was that not little, getting those guys rings. There was that little run. Welker where they, never got a ring. Exactly. Like there was all Mag- these great Megan's players. never got a ring. Yeah, there was all these great players that were in that middle of the of the dynasty that like. You're like, how does that person have one? Like Moss is a good example. Yeah, does Rob Moss not have a ring there? Yeah, no so, doubt. Um, we all wanted. We all wanted it. Yeah, yeah you did want just, it. You know, I mean, you, did, you have to win the last one. That's all that matters, that's and that's that's, that's the way our locker room worked. Yeah, I asked so, the, I asked the I'm college been, question. Working with yeah, uh, Mike Ditka, right back in the day when Ditka worked for ESPN, and ESPN did a champions show of all the, you know, all every analyst was up on a panel that uh, had won a Super Bowl before, and so I won my ring, and then uh, Ditka has his ring on, and I say, hey, coach, can I see yours? And I look at his, and on his it says eighteen and one. And I said, Coach, you and I have an entirely different perspective. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. yeah, yeah. We got, we got that <laughs> exactly. other ring that nobody looks at uh, for the yeah. runner-up. Oh, just need yeah, to lose the first game right. of that season, though, and then you just would have forgotten. One hundred percent. Yeah, I lose the first game, game of that year, of and then you would have just killed one hundred percent. Let's talk about the uh, celebration because that was all you. You know, the, and how do we feel? How yeah. do we feel yeah. about? And you see Slater, Slater doing it now, and it's on all the clips on Patriots.com or their social media. Um, where did that come from, actually? Because I actually don't even know. Yeah, well, it was it was 2000, uh, 2003 season, and it was in training camp. You know how we all mess around in training camp, and I had messed around and just said it like during the stretch line. I was like, "Oh yeah," and we were we were talking about something. I got fired up, and guys sort of looked at me and and was like, "Man, that was pretty cool." Uh, so we end up losing to Buffalo, thirty-one to zero that that first week. My first and then game the next week. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, Welcome you know, to the NFL. We there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we went to Philly and got our butts, and we and we ended up beating them. Yep. And then Antoine Smith says, "Hey Teddy, hey, do that, uh, do that thing you did in the stretch line." That oh yeah, I was like, oh man, how do I get all these guys to do that? 
And I was like, all right, let me ask you a question. And then so sort of explained it at first. And then that was really the start of it. And then it just week after week was brew, brew. What do you got? What do you yeah, got? Yeah. So it was weird because then like we won a lot. And so it'd be the middle of the fourth quarter and the game's not over yet. And I'm like, damn, what do I ask the guys? <laughs> yeah. When you were, when you were thinking yeah. that, I was like, where am I going to get my beer afterwards? I know where I'm going to get it. I just can't wait to get it. By the way, good feeling to have people talk about like, you know, quarter. I remember there was some stat like last year, Brady had never had like a, you know, like some like uh, like like a, it was a hail mary touchdown pass to win a game. It's like yeah, because half the time when when you guys were together, you were taking a knee. Like he wasn't in the last series of the uh, game. So you know what? The, being that's able not to, true. And I think Teddy like oh three oh four. No, those, those seasons were, no. Those, those were seasons, close no. games. And my parents would come up to the games or whatever. Like those were close games where we had to make a play in the fourth quarter, and it was the guys that they there just went a, out and made the play to win the game. There was a lot of years of beatdown, so. That, a lot of years of beats down. That was 07. And, and, and truthfully, even the 07 year, I think there were three games. I mean, we were down in the fourth quarter and went to the Colts, Ravens, the Cowboys, Ravens, uh, Eagles, and Ravens. Yeah, Eagles and Ravens. Those were all yep. close ones, uh, surprisingly. So, yeah, there were a lot of close More ones. often than not, though, you could. In the fourth quarter, you could think about where you were going to have a beer or what yeah. you were going to say. Yeah. That's a good feeling. But on the, uh, how, yeah. on the how, how, how do you feel? You know, Tommy took that over after you retired. It wasn't as good. It was it, 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 it was awful. He's got no rhythm. He's got yeah. no rhythm. He's got no <laughs> imagination. You know, it's, it's just like, you know, he kind of looked like his uh, combine picture doing the uh, how, how do you feel after a game. It just didn't fit. Yeah. And then Slater, Slater took it over and he does a more of a intellectual approach. I mean, he'll like really say something inspirational. Yeah. And it's like, how do you feel about it? Got to put his, gotta gotta put put his glasses, glasses on first. Yeah, exactly. Glasses <laughs> on. I, I asked the, the college question because I'm looking behind you. I mean, it's all Arizona stuff. Right. That's oh, why yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, where's the allegiance here? Like, you know, that's a lot, a lot of Arizona uh, background there. So, you know, is it. That's why I said, did you have more fun there, maybe? Because I don't see, I don't see like a, a Pat's helmet up there, or, you know, uh, uh, whoever had a who had a replica Super Bowl trophy. Well, we're that's not even supposed there. to say that. Light, light oh, that's on the other side. He's got it on the other side. Okay, there right now, but so uh, so it's it's recruiting season now in in college football, and I and I am a part of Jed Fish's staff. That's right. Yes, you so, are. so that's what's yes, going you on. Are. I don't know yeah, how you did it or how you got it, but you are a part of the staff. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's nice to have the, the A in the background. I'm right? talking to kids and doing certain things via Zoom, which is, uh, you know, I get the bear down Arizona a lot. So those are my those are my helmets. Is, is the spring game against Gronk again this year? Oof, I don't know if we can get Gronk out there again. I don't know if he can, if he can beat what he did last year and catching the world record of dropping the ball out of the helicopter. Yeah. And could have killed say, wherever that guy goes, it's exciting. That's true. He's like a he's like a giant, just teddy bear meatball football player. Yeah, just kid. Just he's a giant nine year old. The nicest guy in the world. USAA commercials as much as I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yep. it, it, he is so good. It cracks me up every time I see it. Yeah. Um, favorite game? Like, all right. So, I have my. We've won a lot of big football games, but I have. I don't remember a lot of them especially regular season games, but there is one after you came back from the stroke in 2005 against the Bills, I will never forget running out on the field that day and you coming back. I want to hear it from your perspective. Yeah, it was... uh... 
there was a lot of stuff going through my head there. First of all, I mean, the, the crowd and coming out and it was, it was incredible to hear all that, hear all the noise and the, and feel the energy and the love from everyone. Uh, that was probably my regular season sort of memory in terms of coming back that one. It was, it was something that, you know, I'll never forget for as long as I live, but because of everything I went through to come back, but definitely, I mean, Heidi was in the stands. She gave me the three second rule before I went to the, went into that game and the rest of that season. She's like, Hey, if you are on the ground for more than three seconds, I'm coming out of the stands and taking you out. That was the complete opposite of what you did. And I tell people this all the time, if we're going to like a youth hockey game or something and a kid stays down, I never understood it because you always stayed down for like a minute. And then you popped up <laughs> and he ran off the field. It's like, you can't do that to people thinking like, oh, he's really no, injured. He's down. Yeah, and then he hurt. jumps up smiling and just runs off the field. You can't do that. You did it all the time. I did. Sometimes you just got to take inventory a little bit. I don't know. I just take a break. I feel comfortable. I like just laying here for a second and then just. It was his MO. And Jerry 100%. Maguire, when he gets knocked out in the end zone, he's yes. like, let me just take this in for a minute. Cuba you know? Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, was, that's exactly what it was. That, but I remember, like, uh, so we, um, in the 04 Super Bowl in Jacksonville, you remember Paxton? Paxton, not, not that you don't remember, but Paxton went up to Brady. He's like, hey. Me and Copen want to come because if we win the Super Bowl, Kraft, Kraft, you made the Pro Bowl that year. Kraft flies everybody from Boston to the Pro Bowl on a private jet. This one was in Hawaii. Too. So Paxton yeah. goes up yeah. to Brady. He's like, hey, Copen and I want to go to the Pro Bowl. Can you get it done? He's like, well, let's, let's just win the game first, and then we'll go from <laughs> there. He's like, fair enough. Uh, yeah. So Brady gets on the podium after we win the game, and Paxton's over on the side next to the podium, and I'm down there, and he – Calls Paxson and me over. He's like, hey, I just talked to Kraft. You guys are all set. We're on the private jet. We're going out. to. We're not playing in the game. We're just going out to have a good time. Yep. Teddy was on the flight. Bill was on the flight out to L.A. Remember that? And we yeah. just, yeah. that was after the parade we left. It was a lot of Jack and Cokes. Izzo, wow, what a, what a week. Yeah, it was. That plane was huge, too, wasn't it? It was a big private plane, if I remember. To L.A. was a big private plane. They, they had a queen-size bed. On that plane. Yeah. Yeah. And then you thought it was going to be awkward with Bill coming on the flight. Yeah. It really wasn't because we most of us were smashed by, from mm -hmm. the parade. And then we got yeah. to, we landed in L.A. Do you remember what was waiting on the tarmac? No. In and out burger. Oh, my God. And we switched <laughs> planes, but we had in and out ordered to the tarmac, and then we finished the flight to Hawaii. That's a good trip. Had a great time. And then, unfortunately, you know, Teddy comes back from the Pro Bowl, and that's when he suffered his stroke right at the end of that. Mm. And you didn't know if you were going to play again. I know. I know. I, I didn't think, you know, it was possible. I mean, I thought only old people had strokes and stuff like that. So, you know, I had to, it went through, I had to jump through a lot of hoops. I mean, see a lot of doctors to see if it was possible. But, uh, man, I mean, and try convincing your wife that, oh, yeah, I had right, a stroke. Right. I had no, a procedure yeah. on my house. My heart, my heart's, heart's doing fine. And I want to play again, honey. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, it's, it's yeah. so many variables that, like, had to go right for that. You know, to even just, you know, live a normal life is the first one. And then you're like, no, 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 I'm going to go back and play in the NFL again. That's, I mean, that's why that's the a, noise. An, I remember. It's an amazing story. This was when he came back. I remember this. This was, I, I had just got drafted and I was in. Portland, Maine, and just I was back from playing the season with all my buddies 
without jobs, like right, because we're going back to spring training. Yep. And we just watched all the games and went out and drank beers and everything. And I remember that one specifically. That, that was that, that was, was one of wow. my favorite games of all time. I will never forget coming into that stadium in your return. That atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I. I. Some playoff games, maybe like big ones at the end, but going into that game, that place was just on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we were. We wanted to get back so badly, too, so fast. I know I took the first, I mean, six games. I started on the PUP or something like that. Listen, when I came back, it was we were we were still competitive and we were just coming off. I mean, those back to back championships. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I remember being in the locker room uh, at the Pro Bowl and Tom saying no one's ever won three in a row. Right. And so we still had some things we wanted to accomplish. I know we ended up what was that going to Denver and losing in the playoffs that yeah. year. Right. Yeah. Kobe yeah. Yeah. A couple. Uh, I blew yeah. my I blew my shoulder out in November. And then that was the Ben Watson game. Right. Where he chased down right. uh, champ and it would have been 06, but 05 season. And we lost yeah. to Denver. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And then we didn't finish the job in 06 and obviously 07. We know about that. Right. Yeah. The 06. That, that, you know, that's people talk about Super Bowl losses. I mean, the 07 was pretty, pretty brutal. Um, but I think when you lose a championship game, it's just that much worse because you didn't even get the chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think certain people don't have that perspective because you didn't win one and also lose one. I mean, I mean, through what I've, I don't know if you ever lost in the wild card round, Cope, but I've lost in every single round. Yeah, yeah. And that we damn champ- yep. yeah, 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 and yeah. The championship round is is just so hard to take because you're just you're just on the cusp of being an AFC slash NFC champion. So that was tough losing to Peyton that year. So you would six. rather go to the Super Bowl and lose? I would. Yeah, I, I would. agree. I mean, I. Yeah, you got to imagine the two no, weeks you, leading up is a great time. I mean, that's it's still a well, great. I mean, t- I mean, it hurts to lose, obviously. You but. get to play again, and and that yeah. and then right has. All right, let's put it this way: has any for me? I'm not even going to answer the question because I hate when people do that, especially broadcasters. Have the Super Bowls sunk in yet? Like, do you really understand uh, I mean, how big that is, or how like how how impressive how many, of an accomplishment that is? Yeah, what's the percentage of people? Well, in the world, just right? like winning like, that game and like taking it all in afterwards, does it have, do you think it's really sunk in what that is? Yeah, I think that um, it, it takes some time. It takes some time. And I think the perspective of I've got of, of covering these guys and seeing, I mean, every year that someone losing and someone winning. And I think I truly do understand now. I mean, here I am 13 years out, how special those teams were because seeing all of those, all of the teams since that are trying to accomplish things and seeing, I mean, almost I mean, the utter devastation when you don't, you know, and you, we, we can relate when you don't get it done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, having that perspective now is something I think it really has sunk into how, I mean, special, I mean, that's how special we, we, we were in terms of also, I mean, Brady's going for back to back again, but it hasn't been done since, since our since, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's crazy. Crazy. I can't, I can't believe he's still playing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I can't believe it, but nuts. I just, it just doesn't make sense. So you're, so yeah. you're up in New England still, right? You, you, st- you, your primary residence is up in the cold. Did you yes, expect that? Did you expect here. that I mean, you'd I stay retired. 
Yeah, I retired, and then ESPN called pretty soon after I retired, and that was an like, hour you? after you retired. Yeah. An hour, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, we'll, so that we'll, got we'll, it. So that yeah. makes more sense because I just assume you know, a lot of us are up here because our significant others are from here. I think Dan and I have like six or eight friends. We're all here because our wives are from this area, or we might be, you know, in uh, West Palm playing golf. It's, more in, it's often. in the marriage license in Rhode Island. If you if you sign if, if you, you get married, get married you in Rhode stay. Island, you you have to stay here because all the guys are not from here and all the girls are. But it's it's um surprise you know I wasn't sure if it was it's I guess the ESPN piece is a big part of it but also I just wondered if like the like the community like New England community it was you're like I, how am I going to leave this this was an amazing twelve years thirteen years right like that that's why you didn't yeah. go somewhere else yeah tip I mean it's also I mean you get to play 13 years and then, you know, I got hired by ESPN and of course the community is a big factor, but it's like all of a sudden your kids start becoming mm-hmm. ingrained in the community also. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all of a sudden, I mean, they're seventh grade, eighth grade in the high school. It's like, I've raised three new Englanders. Yeah. And it's like they're huge Patriots fans. I mean, they've got the Mac Jones jerseys now. And so now it's like, I know they, I mean, they're here. So I've got one more that's a junior in high school and he's almost done, but uh, two out of the house going to college. And then, you know, you reassess things is, is when you become an em- empty nester, I guess. Uh, I, can't, they, I, I can't believe his kids are in college and one no, that's like cr- that that's, close. I know. I mean, <laughs> TJ Rex and Dante, like Dante was just born. It's just like, I, just mind no, blowing. And as you raise them, they're just yeah. drinking Dunkin' Donuts and swearing at people. <laughs> yeah. like that's a, if you're lucky, that's, that's what that's what happens. They just got Dunkin', Dunkin' going through their veins. If uh, all right, great transition to uh, Mac Jones. What yeah. the fuck happened? Well, that was well, he was all right. Epic proportions. It, well, I mean, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Real. I don't really look to Mac, but I look to how. I mean, I don't know what happened defensively. I mean, they looked like they were in mud, stuck in mud. I mean, Josh Allen had one of those games where he looked like he was just unstoppable. I mean, I I don't think I've seen it as an analyst, especially every drive ending in a touchdown like that. And I know all of New England is like, hey, man, we we need more speed. We need linebackers. We need pass rush. It's like, well, you can't do it all. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't go out and spend $160 million, whatever they did. I mean, every single year. But I mean, that, they got to like pr- approach the off season now it's, and with that, with that sort of thing in their head about, okay, how do we stop Buffalo and how do we beat Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. Because that's the type of beating that really puts that into your, into your brain about how to fix things. Yeah. Are you a, we or a they guy? We meaning Ooh, uh, when I talk about the Patriots, I say we, because I was a part of the organization or I've been retired for 13 years there are they now. Yeah, I, I, I've strayed over to the they, but then even when like, I don't really mind letting people know I am a Patriot still. Like when we were in Foxborough for the Buccaneers and Patriots game and they wanted me to pick it. And I said, you know what? I'm not only going to pick it, but have my red jacket ready. Uh, the Patriots <laughs> Hall of Fame red jacket. Because yeah. I'm going to put it on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, hey, Tom, I love you, but I am a Patriot. And I am picking the Patriots here, right here in Gillette Stadium. Like, I don't mind doing that either. Mm. I mean, I see, I mean, Michael Irvin really embraces the Cowboys a lot more than, I mean, so, so, I mean, like passionately. He loves Bill. He loves Bill. He does, but I feel the same way. And I'm not ashamed to be like, you all know who I played for. And I'm, that's the only team I played for, man. So 
don't trust my pick. Okay. <laughs> right. Because then a part of me think that it was going to be extremely difficult for the Patriots to beat the bills up in Orchard Park on the playoffs. I did, but I still think they can get it done. And right. I picked yeah. them and I'm not ashamed of it. That's yeah. exactly how I gamble. It's all with well, the no, heart. No, baby. The, your heart. It's all so, with the heart. So just let the, the let, let the viewers know or the, yeah. the listeners know on a Patriots game, you really can't take his advice all the time. I, I Sometimes I you can't. But there, I, yeah. there's, there, there's a heart still there too. That was a that's tough why one. I couldn't do, I couldn't take I couldn't take Buffalo last I week. Oh, I I know, and I'm I'm in your they, camp on this too because it's possible they can still get it done. They 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 do that, and they every time you doubt them, they come back. It seems and prove you wrong. Well, and if you're a betting man, right, then if you have been betting against Belichick or or Brady or any time, then you have been losing for a long time, right? Right. So that's why it's yeah. tough to do. Yeah. It's tough to do. I mean, I, I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge Mac Jones fan. Um, it, it was similar to Brady's first year as a starter. I mean, Brady had to be carried early on. I mean, that first Super Bowl in 2001, he was only responsible for two touchdowns and all three playoff games. I mean, it was um, the scramble in the snow versus the Raiders and then the throw to Patton in the Super Bowl. There were multiple defensive slash special teams touchdowns and yeah. Drew Bledsoe came yep. in in the AFC championship and threw to Patton in the corner. So, yeah. I mean, they just they didn't have that type of um, cast and other units to support Mac in that Buffalo Bills game, unfortunately. What do you yeah. think? Uh, I mean, I think the quarterback um, – offseason, especially for Mac Jones, going into the second year, right? And so mentally, it's it's always evolving. It's always trying to grow. I would argue his physical progression is probably more important than what he does mentally because he's already a smart guy, but you take a look at Josh Allen and what he has. I think he's still growing and needs to pack. You know, Tommy didn't look great in 01, you know, when he was a rookie and all that mm-hmm. stuff. He looks better now. But, you know, he still got to mature physically, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, where does Mac decide to take that? I mean, does he need to work on his arm strength a little bit? And and talking to Matt Hasselbeck, who's our quarterback on Sunday countdown, he he talks about bringing up the lower body and the core. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To to, to get the to get the the whole motion of the end, of sending the football with energy. I mean, getting everything right. So is that how quarterbacks gain gain arm strength? Because Tom's definitely got stronger from early on to where he is now. And I think Mac is going to look at those things and see where he can improve. And possibly arm strength is one of those. I'd love to see him. get a receiver outside to yeah. help him out. I mean, and, and, and th- I mean, you can't do everything. So where do you pick and choose to help a young quarterback? You guys were chatting about it before we jumped on, but you know, say Tampa Bay gets in, you know, and, and you, you know, Tom's there in the, in the Super Bowl again, you do, you said you don't like to go though. You don't like to actually go to the Super Bowl, you know, and experience it. He says the same thing just on a regular game. Like there's been a few weekends where we were gonna go up, you know, to Gillette, and he's like, "I like to just be be on the couch and watch it." Is that a yeah, thing because you played, or is that? Games. Yeah, yeah. The only tip, the only regular season games that I've gone to is when the Patriots have asked me to be there. Yeah, they're, 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 there's yeah. one of your your teammates getting inducted or something like that. Yeah, or yeah. you know, our, our our anniversary teams or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay, I'll go, I'll go. But if 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 not, I'm just not gonna go. It's just that's not. Being the part of the watching of the game is something I'm just not 
you know, excited about. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I can see it better possibly on TV. And then, of course, I'm looking at it now from the analyst perspective. Mm-hmm. So definitely something I stay away from too. And then right, right when you guys got done playing, I've kind of asked you this before, but do you go through this, you know, like right away, like all of a sudden your first training camp comes here after you're retired, right? Or the first season comes up after you're retired. Do you just feel so much like getting back into it? Or are you on the other side? I think you've said this, you're like, who feels good to be done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't, there's certain yeah, things you definitely miss, yeah. but what was your, what was your perspective on that? Were you just like, Hey, that was a great run and I'm pretty comfortable sitting on my couch right now. Yeah. Uh, well, jumping in, working for ESPN immediately. I mean, that's, that's a hard transition mm-hmm. to immediately become critical of players that Mm -hmm. I mean you've been playing with or you played against and all of a sudden you're on the other side because us we in the locker room the media is I don't want to say the enemy but it's like those are the guys you don't trust okay so it's like be careful what you say to those guys all right they're always out to get you you know you say you mess up a little bit and all of a sudden boom you got something that you got to explain so that's the way it's sort of I mean even throughout the league every you can see everyone's guarded in their press conferences so when you get out of it it's sort of a different like oh my gosh now I gotta what do you mean I have to say something you know so I just know cliches all I know is cliches yeah, you yeah. Well, you guys are cliche, <laughs> cliche kinks. I just know cliches. That's yeah, the cliche kinks. That's a good shirt. We should print those up. So then, I, then I get around the team. It's like, oh, do they remember what I said about them? It's like, oof, I th- oh, that was a tough loss, and I got on them a little bit. So there's a little bit of uncomfortableness uh, at first. But, I mean, over the course of time, I've just learned that Bill taught me to do a job. You know what I mean? Playing football. And now I got another job, man. Mm-hmm. You're not paying me anymore. I got another job that I got to do. And I just respect that you understand that. Mm-hmm. Would you rather finish a marathon or win a non win a Super Bowl? But what, I mean, oh, fuck it. Who cares? It, marathons are hard. What the hell are <laughs> no, you no. thinking? Finish a marathon once or twice? Or twi- I mean, you finished the, it twice, seriously, right? When you, were, when you were doing it and like you say, I'm going to run a marathon, I just thought you were batshit crazy. Yeah, no, man. I, I did it three times. Three times. That is freaking amazing. I should match the Super Bowls, you know, three Super Bowls, three Boston marathons. Wow. And I don't know. I was crazy. That yeah, was, that, that, was, that's just not, was, was it fun? Or, I mean, just was it? Uh, I don't, I don't get no, it. I did get into the running thing. I enjoyed running. It was a different competitive thing for yourself. You're not competing against anyone. You're competing against yourself. And from my third, first marathon time to my third, I almost proved my in time by close to an hour. So that was, that was exciting for me. I mean, I started Teddy's team, which uh, is a group of runners that runs the Boston marathon and they raise funds for my foundation, which benefits stroke research and awareness. So that's a different sort of thing. Everybody on the team would ask me, Hey, Teddy, when are you running? when are you running but i was still playing and the line was yeah i only trained for eight second bursts not like <laughs> yeah. five hours of running. but i couldn't use that anymore when i retired so i had to put my money where my mouth I, is and i finally got out there yeah, you know I, you, I ran the you know we can go out and play golf and compete that way too i mean you're, you don't have right. to run 26.2 <laughs> miles That's right I, I like the quote and i think it's eastbound and down he's like i I play real sports. I'm not trying to be the best at exercising. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, and, and you did, but then you yeah. went to say, hey, I'm going to exercise too. So we do have to, we do have to get him golfing because we, oh, we come down at the, he, I mean, he's yeah. a former yeah. member at Juana Moisa. He knows know. By the way, you should see the renovations going on there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they, they're redoing the that whole thing, nice. man. 
Yeah, place is pure anyway, but now it's like absolutely going to be incredible. All right, so. the tabs on you, Cope, when we go out there next this summer. So that's you fine. You give me you give me strokes and come in anytime you want. Okay, buddy. you're sneaky. You're sneaky. I ha- I have one more thing that I see a lot. Okay, what? And I, I this His jersey on your wife. Well, that happens. <laughs> yeah, she, only jersey she no. has is yours. All right, but here's oh, my, really? here's the part about it. I see. You know. You see, you know, most popular jersey. It's usually a current player all the time, right? It makes sense. Um, you know, you go to you go to Gillette. You just walk around the mall in Rhode Island right now. Yours, out of players that are not playing anymore, I would say is the most popular. You know, Brady, you still have lots of Brady's. He's still playing. It's really fresh. Yeah. You've been done for a while. Yours is all over the place still. That's that's a big nice. testament to Yeah, mine, like, was, mine was never there. I've never seen yours. <laughs> I've never seen a Kobe one. There are Brewski jerseys all over the place, and they're all beat up now. It's true. And the numbers are kind of all faded off of them. But when you go to a tailgate or when you go to your friend's house and, like, there's 10 people there, there's a Brewski jersey there. So, I mean, no. that's, that's I, I always felt even when I was playing, that's almost the most flattering uh, compliment you could ever get as a player is when someone puts your jersey on and your name's on their back. Mm-hmm. I always try to still represent myself on TV as a New England Patriot, and I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, even this year, I've, I've worn my first championship ring on set, if you watch, more than ever before because I feel like that's who I represent. And I, I, the Super Bowl rings are like copes in there. All the fellas are in there. The organization that those years you represent, and that's like my football like upbringing and, and like my football family. So that's who I represent on that screen. And I, you know, I hope people still see that that I haven't changed to a TV personality. That's just the old linebacker talking football. So yeah. they wear the jersey, and believe me, it's it's super cool to still see it. Yeah. Oh. Brother, I got the fandom is is in New England oh, deep no, with this guy. Like, what, no question. What he did for the New England Patriots and what he did in his career is just awesome. And especially mm-hmm. on that team as a leader, uh, you know, yeah. us, us lower class guys, lower rent to sickle lineman, and all that. Well, um, we'd follow that guy. And how about? I mean, I mean, we could go. We could talk for two hours, but I'm not even joking. I could sit at my locker and look in the corner at you, Vrabel, and Izzo, and just go <laughs> after each other. For hours yeah. and hours, I, that that was just the memories I have of those guys. Yeah, just ball busting each other nonstop will never go away. Yeah, and that's that's why the answer, man. It was pro was more the NFL was more fun yeah, than more college fun. for me, you know, because the guys like that cope. I mean, you were right there with us all the time. I mean, McGinnis was in there. A lot of guys. I mean, just always giving each other, you know. <clears throat> We'd give each other grief, but also in a, in a sort of jovial way, we pushed each other by calling each other out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was almost like the, the professional version of getting somebody's face when you also respect someone tremendously. But I'm still joking with you, man. But really, seriously, I mean, it's about winning, right? Are yeah. you with us? Yeah. yeah. So Love that. we really found the right balance of friendship and confrontation. It doesn't seem like a prankster, though. No, no, no. Well, no, no. He wasn't the prankster. The light was the prankster. There, I mean, there's no yeah. there's no way. Yeah. But he would be involved in the aftermath. Got it. I was going to say, more just, like the older just brother. To, just to rev things up a little bit, he'd throw a comment there it in is. or yeah, something Yeah, it's the like older it. brother. He'd it's be like, throwing gas on the fire. Yeah, it's, hey, be smart, guys. But by the way, use this information against somebody. How about, uh, how, last, well, last one last one for me. Would you rather fight Steve Neal or Willie McGinnis? Because I, which one? Which one are you more okay. afraid of? You can which answer, one are you more afraid of? You can answer fight, neither. You I can would answer neither. Fight Steve Neal because Steve Neal 
to kick my ass, he's going to wrestle me. Okay. Mm-hmm. McGinnis would just, uh, would just pummel my face with his fists. <laughs> <okay>? <laughs> and he had a reach. It was like, poof. Yeah, I know. Poof, but if, poof. if Steve gets you on the ground, you're dead. And Neil would grapple you, like get you like this, and all the wrestling things. So I'll pick choose. I'll, I'll choose Steve Neil. Dan, Dan has help, said it would keep the money maker uh, fresh. Yeah, Dan has <laughs> said that uh, Steve Neil's the toughest guy that you know, right? Steve Neil would like uh, you don't that, Willie too. I mean, Willie was that locker yeah. room, and I wouldn't fuck with Willie either. Non non patriot that you played against, who's the toughest guy that you know? So non patriot though, go outside the locker room on this one. Toughest guy in the field, toughest competitor. You know, meanest, just the meanest monster out there. Oof, man. Oh, wow. That's a tough one. That's a tough You know who I, I I thought it was just incredibly difficult always to go up against? I think, I mean, a couple guys, but I don't know about toughness and just sort of mean and stuff. I thought Curtis Martin, Hall of Fame running back, who actually was a former teammate of mine. Yeah was actually extremely difficult mm-hmm. to go up against when he went from the Patriots to the Bills. Um, of course, the, probably the best quarterback was Peyton Manning and always going up against him intellectually. Um, you know, a couple of opponents like that sort of sort of stand out. I, I would say the running back that was just so just bludgeoning was the Jacobs kid from New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had like 6'3", yeah. 265 pounds, yep. you know, blasted me once in the Super Bowl. It was like always kneecaps trying to tackle that guy because mm-hmm. he was a he was a strong runner and i guess it hurts still thinking about that 07 game and then him and ahmad bradshaw two of the toughest nastiest tandem of runners that probably i had seen yeah and you said zach thomas yeah. too right zach thomas zach, zach thomas, thomas another was one downhill for, for me yeah it was it was kind of like tj ted johnson you know in practice it was like Zach's head. hard Zach's hard head, head like in big. a box and he's it just was. coming straight at you his head do, did look like a lego man i was found like because <laughs> you talk about like linebackers and tough linebackers like ray lewis was in this kind of oh he's such a tough i didn't think ray ray lewis was like a tough guy he was a guy that would prefer to go around you mm-hmm. zach thomas wanted yeah. to go through you yeah you know That's, he was one of those old school linebackers and every time we played the Dolphins, like, God, this is going to hurt. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Zach was great. And you you bring up Ted. Ted was the most physical linebacker I played with. The old story of when he took on Jamie Nails, the guard of the Miami Dolphins, yeah, yeah. and split his helmet in <laughs> yeah, half, he and, the, and the helmet just fell yeah, off his he head. Actually split the helmet, the, the helmet yeah, fell yeah. off his he head. He actually split the helmet in half, and it fell off. Yeah. That's, a, that's a cartoon. That's no, unbelievable. Hey, <laughs> that, was most amazing that was amazing. That was amazing. Because it, it was cold enough to where maybe, I don't know, was, it, was the helmet, like, brittle? But wow. <laughs> and it literally fell off. And I was right here on the sideline, and I saw it. I'm like, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It was crazy. Here's another one. Izzo on the sideline of Atlanta. That might Izzo. be the most – oh, come on. Tell me you remember. We were yeah, – we were, de- number, no, no, we were number two. Number two. No, number two. Oh so God. we were on the we were on a, in Atlanta. I think it was it was either preseason or regular season. I mean, it might have been preseason. I don't even know. We're in Atlanta, and Izzo is a you know Pro Bowler every year, in and out on special teams. So, and he was yeah, he yeah. was a fill in third like fill in linebacker, <laughs> and he did a great job. That's you know one of the reasons he stuck around so so long too is he could do more than mm-hmm. one thing. But his main deal was special teams, and special teams punt team was coming up or something. He had to take a shit bad, yeah. <laughs> bad, and he 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 
to his credit, he didn't leave the field. Just, he had a few equipment guys just standing around him next to a freaking trash can. Just dumped on the, the towel. On the, yeah, pulled the, towel. Pulled the towels yeah. up and just took a dump right in the trash can on the sideline. Everybody's one got of the a most, story. One of the most phenomenal yeah. things I've ever seen from a teammate. <laughs> Everybody has a story of where they've taken a dump and it wasn't in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> just it's, it's just there's else. not 60,000 people in the you know, stands true. looking at That's you. True. That's true. Uh, but yeah. hey, brother, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. Uh, everybody check out Teddy's team uh, on Instagram, social, mm-hmm. the website, raising money and awareness for, you know, stroke uh, survivors. Well, and watch them on the best show that's on. Uh, Great to talk to you. Kopi, I love you, buddy. All right, I love you too, man. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Later. Thanks, See guys. you, bud. Past Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.